0: This hey. week oh, Drums
1: yeah.
0: rat a tat
1: And we've also got our friend Cez Hi What's Hey there. It, buddy Here I am So um, Today our topic Is going to be Income inequality And Wealth inequality I mean they are different things They They
0: it's a, it's a really easy subject to just kind of
1: right Just, just um, spitball about go
0: over. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um so again, we uh both are we all are experts in economics, so we felt very comfortable um talking about financial <laughs> trends over the past century and <laughs> I mean, this is <laughs> second nature to us um okay well none of that's true actually all of it was very confusing for me but i you know we don't usually do this but the the reason i've been looking up information about this for weeks and weeks but you know this week i was working on a project and it probably like took me five hours to complete And to the point where I I was way past when I usually sleep and I wasn't starting I was starting to feel sick And I was like, you know, I'm getting paid nine (laughs) dollars for this You know, and I yeah, and it's not like I'm trying to sound spoiled (laughs) but you know to I Essentially make the same wage that I did twenty years ago. You know, when I first got out of college, yeah. I haven't had much of an increase.
0: Yeah, upward mobility. It's not right. you know, been there. Right. Yeah.
1: And um but you know, I I've always had the same kind of jobs, sort of in a, a feminized workspace. Like it's always been either administrative or um you know, it's just uh, or in the service industry, that sort of thing. So that could also explain um, low wages but uh, anyway the point is is that when I I was talking to other girls in my I have kind of a support group (laughs) and and you know there's a librarian and I there's a nurse and it you know they all had very similar experiences where they're working full-time but they haven't had a wage increase <clears throat> and they're barely getting by you know so right. there is the economy is growing but none of us are seeing the effects yeah. of that you know it's there's, there's been sort of a freeze on the middle and working classes and it it does have a real psychological effect yeah. Right? I mean it's
0: yeah, and physical. Sure. Um I've got medical bills that they just it's they arrive and I say, "Yes, I, <laughs> I know you want that I... money."
1: Right. But I, I hear can't you. pay that
0: money, you know. Right.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would get I'll give you a hug cuz I got plenty of those, <laughs> but money I've got none of. Hugs are uh, free. Yeah, but it, but that's the other thing that You know, life expectancy is better for the wealthy because they can afford better medical service. And, you know, and I'm sure you've all had a similar experience. I mean, I have insurance, which I pay a ton of money for. Um, But there are times where if I know something isn't going to be covered, I'll put it off or I won't do it at all. Yeah, I know.
2: You know, and then
0: well, and I kind of yeah, I oh, go did ahead. something recently that it was way too much money, but they were like, "Oh, you should do it," and I was like, "Okay." I
2: kind of put mine yeah. off. Like I'm like, "Oh well, anyway. we, um, you know, we met our deductible. <laughs> it's around. It's like November. We met our deductible, so I got to get this procedure in before the end of the year, and then." like, well, next year is not the right time for this other thing that I probably really need to do because <laughs> it's like deferred maintenance on right. your house, but for your body.
1: Right. <laughs> and you know what? I think you'll be surprised to find that actually has a detrimental effect yeah, right. on your health. Yeah. Not good long term. Um, well, I mean, the same thing, uh, we we talked about this before. Uh, you, just amongst ourselves as pals. But last year, and this happens to me every year, is that once you sort of, with the kind of insurance I have, there's a point where they're like, we've paid all yeah, we're going to pay. you hit your cap. For your medicine. This, Yeah, you, met, you meet your cap. And then, so, either for the last two months of the year, I had to take my medications every oh. other day, or there were just weeks where I didn't have it. And some medications you can do that and not really immediately feel the effects sometimes like with your psych meds you go through immediate withdraws and with other medications like I'll get immediately sick so it's just um again you would think that in a country that is the wealthiest in the world that that these sort of things I don't know but one of the problems yeah. with income inequality is that in the past from like the late 70s on is that there was a point um, when our middle class was really thriving in the 50s and they and again this was uh, there was a healthy taxation on the very wealthy and on companies and that really helped to be able to fund programs for you know children, the disabled, the elderly, uh, now, uh, because the wealthy have more access and more of a voice in the way that government runs, they've been able to, especially with the last tax bill, they've been able to reduce their tax Tax responsibilities, corporations, their tax rate just dropped to twenty percent. So there's not that money coming in. Well, then they and just the people that end up suffering gut social programs. Are, that's exactly it. Yeah, that's exactly it. Because right. they can't afford them anymore. But it it would not Walmart. It would not have gone down if they didn't drop the rate to twenty percent on the corporate tax rate like they weren't and they weren't in any sort of financial jeopardy there was the argument at the time was if we lower the corporate tax rate it'll inspire businesses to come back
0: right that's always the, the argument and i'm like but it, i i don't get I mean, it
1: they they've, they've tried that several times it's never worked And, in fact, it's always the opposite that works, that if you invest in the middle class, if they have more money to spend, it boosts the economy immediately. Because people, there's, uh, you know, I I don't remember, like, which rich guy said it, but there's only so many yachts one person can buy. There's, like, only so many shirts (laughs) one person can buy. So, if the, if wealth is concentrated with one person... As opposed to five hundred thousand right. people, you know, how much is that one person going to contribute to the economy as well, a whole? They're just well, yeah. That's it. what,
2: and that's what the the um, the fact that you know one percent of of people will it like by twenty thirty will have what two thirds of the world's wealth, and it's because you know Ish. they can't spend it all. They're just hoarding it all. They're just like, like dragons sitting on their pile of gold. You mean like, <laughs> smog. <laughs> like smog on his pile of treasure? <laughs> like Smog. The What's dragon that? Smog from the Hobbit. You don't know from the Hobbit? Oh. Well, it's because so what, no, the dragon. You know? <laughs> oh. You no, know the dragon. You mean... <laughs> I think you're referring to... You must be talking about... Wait, are you talking about... Are you talking about Bilbo
1: Baggins? Are you talking about... Are you talking about Ian McKellen? No, I, I'm pretty sure we very clearly stated it was a dragon that would sit on the gold. Gold. Piles of gold. I don't understand. Are right. We're you, making...
2: We're making a... Peter we're doing Jackson, a metaphor. Peter Jackson, the
1: director from New Zealand?
2: <laughs> we're doing a metaphor here, yeah. Uh... Sorry the the oh, dr- the dragon is Reagan and Thatcher, yeah, and <laughs> or maybe there maybe there were <laughs> the dragon's minions.
0: Oh, Reagan and Thatcher. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're do okay and yeah i'm extending saying, the like, metaphor oh, sweet christ i thought you were going like deep into like character tolkien characters like, <laughs> <Reagan and that laughs> like
2: those are elvish names okay. or something
0: i don't know oh, i don't wow. know about yeah. this but no you're you're
2: yeah right you mean I'm talking Reagan about the neoliberal <laughs> the Minister. neoliberalism Didn't y'all read that Right.
1: No, Reagan. Oh yeah. Reagan is a really hot elf yeah. that's gender neutral, sort of like a David <laughs> Bowie figure. <laughs> Wait, No. Oh God. You know what? I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> um.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I, what I wanted to say is that in 2017, based on family income data, the distribution indicates that the lower income 50% of the American population. So this is 50% of the American population owned about 1.1% of the total wealth with the 1% top earners in possession of about 35.5% of the wealth. Okay. So half half of this nation accounted for 1% of the wealth last year. Right. Uh,
0: and they were shopping at Old Navy sales? Sure, you
2: know. right. Well, what are they doing with them iPhones?
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, why, why do they have <laughs> refrigerators? <laughs>
2: Yeah. Why do they have a television? Why do they have...
1: You know, yeah. if they're hurting so bad I'm just, economically, then why are they eating cheese? You know? Right. <laughs> they could they could yeah. be eating American cheese. But no, they're <laughs> eating their fancy pants Swiss cheese.
2: Yeah. And now they can Why aren't they just right. suffering? They're just...
0: Why aren't they just in just the suffer. gutter...
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) where i can just throw trash on right
1: well and that's Mm. the other thing because i think a lot of people that are fairly critical of even the millennials they don't understand that the the economic conditions have in change have been have changed starkly from when they were at the same age like, when they were at the same right. age, it was possible for one person to be working in a family and to have enough to put down on a home and to have a family car. Yep. Th- those conditions are not possible. I mean, at this point, this generation, by the time they get out of college, already has tens of thousands of dollars worth of debt. I mean, that, you know, they were like, well, I, I worked my way through college. Oh, could you raise $80,000, you know, for? Like for your right. college tuition, th- there is just for yeah, tuition. Like it's it's a grift. <laughs> it's not that these it's yeah. not that these kids are not working hard enough. It's that there are people that are making way too much money off of this system and the tuition. Yeah, and yeah, keeping it. So I mean, they they're earning so much money off of this choking debt. Yeah. That The last time we had like this rate of income inequality was right before the Wall Street ca- crash in the late twenties or
0: Nin- right. Yeah, ni- nineteen twenty nine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was the whole, you know, the Great Gatsby and and the flappers and. <laughs> the flappers. And the flappers who dressed up as flappers for Halloween. <laughs> 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 and then it all came crashing down.
2: Right. Well, it's not sustainable. I mean, it creates societal ills that eventually brings everything down. So, like, it makes sense to have some, you know regulations in place to kind of make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen but what's been happening lately is just you know that that like a the neoliberal kind of economic attitude is that you know you just deregulate everything and like free market reigns right. and let it let it figure everything out and it's it's not no, it's not. It turns out that experiment is <laughs> kind of yuck. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's pretty gross. Like I
1: read, um, because when you sort of like looked at what were the confluence events that really started this off, because America was really known for a strong middle class, like that was, you know, that fed the american dream to the rest of the world was that you could come here you could be you know you could work an honest wage and you could you know because a, a lot of other countries because they were so corrupt there you just never had a shot and you know in america you had that shot and that is slowly disappearing i mean there are other countries that have this kind of like income disparity like you can look at them right now and um, you you wouldn't want to live there you know it's yeah even if even if you were at the rich end of that it's it's so dangerous that it's it's hardly worth it you know but i was gonna say that um you know like during the 1990s companies went public to gain more funds to invest in gross Um, and managers must now produce ever larger profits to please stockholders and for most companies payroll is the largest budget line item so re-engineering has led to doing more with fewer full-time employees it also means hiring more contract and temporary employees
0: yeah which you don't have to pay insurance and it's part time it's Hourly, and I've yeah, you're you're gonna save money, right?
2: Well, and even in in like corporate jobs, it's you know from the 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 HR type people that I know, and like their some their frustration as far as you know what's going on in corporate culture is like you know we used to be able to count on a raise, you know, pretty much every year. We used to be able to count on a bonus pretty much every year, and now it's like, well, we'll give you some stock options or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, and this was also the, and again, I'm sure it's just a coincidence that when the <laughs> Republicans came into power in the 1980s, that this is when the CEO salaries started
2: started scattering. Right, and, and that's the yeah. thing is because, you know...
0: They finally started getting what they deserved, <laughs> Gina.
2: <laughs>
0: finally. Uh, I'm, I'm so curious, like, what a day in the life of a CEO, like, like how they would do, break it down on Sesame Street, like, how a crayon's made. Like right. How, yeah. how a stool's made. I want to see, like, get up, I want to see the emails and, like, account for your time and I, I want to know like I mean I know you're busy and you've got to be <laughs> have a lot of pressure but you know part of your thing oh well we got to go to this gala tonight
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know we've got to. uh oh we need a new roof on our on our house up you know in the woods what
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that the most the luxurious <laughs> example you could think of in <laughs> Not in Monaco. Uh, at least the Hamptons. Rio did. de Janeiro. Like, no. Yeah. You know that, that second or third home you have in the woods. In
2: the woods. Your woods you know, home.
0: He, <laughs> <laughs> I, the, Why is that the most luxurious? Like, it's not like our, you know, our... Palatial estate on our private island. Right? No, <laughs> no, not not this Chateau in the piney woods. <laughs> we need to do that roof on our house in the woods.
1: <laughs> is that where y- you go hunting for
2: people? Like I don't. <laughs> well, I, I don't.
0: That's where you write your yeah, manifesto. Our, our, like serial killer haunted yeah, house. Yeah, is that yeah. where you build your uh. mail bombs? Okay. Um. Oh
1: god. <laughs> 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 oh god. No, but that, oh, I that when I read an you. article about oh, the the shift in the CEO salaries is that sure. you know, it was the, it was the board that would determine the salary. And so obviously it was essentially themselves determining their own salary and they're like should what? we like triple it this year? And everybody's like that sounds like a great idea. And yes, there was a point, though,
2: give me more where, money.
1: you know, people that ran companies, it, they would resist even taking a raise because it would hurt morale, you know,
0: among the oh, workers. Yeah. Right. So, so, okay, if they're agreeing to, hey, let's triple, where's the money coming from, though, the profits, and then instead of giving other workers a pay raise, they're I'm like, how do rich people get rich? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, wait, <laughs> how does money happen? How does money
1: work? <laughs> I, 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 and again I'm not trying to ridicule you at all, but um what part do you not understand about
0: Well okay. Well where where is where is their ability to even get that much money? They give it to themselves. But how? Because the people
2: they that they're not make, paying, they well, machine, make it for them.
0: A money-making well, machine. Well,
2: whatever their business does, <laughs> and earns money. So some people
1: right. make model airplane parts. <laughs> some people make toys. Some people run financial <laughs> yeah. services. It, what, whatever it is that makes money for their business, that's where they get the money.
0: Right.
1: I mean, mean, they're not like an Ocean's Eleven crew that goes around.
0: (laughs) There's not a CEO of of bank heists. Like, what do you mean? (laughs) Okay, no, no, I get it. Do you? It's like okay. Well,
2: that's the problem, Ian, is that they're like, it's it's the hoarding of the money. It's like I take all the money. I don't give it back to my to my
0: workers or invested in the business. I guess. Well,
2: you. Invested in the business so that you can make your business make more money for you, not necessarily. Oh, you for know what?
1: Wait, actually, others. this is this is a good teaching opportunity. Okay, <laughs> let's see it as a teaching. I, you know, and I'm not again. I'm not sure that rage doesn't belong to you, and that is <laughs>
0: no, I don't.
1: that is uh, a personal thing that I need to work on. It's not it doesn't belong to you, but um.
0: I'm not. Yeah, I'm. Well,
1: cool. you're crying really hard, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt his I mean, feelings. <laughs>
2: yeah. And
1: again, I just you know we She's we fragile. have been friends for 20 years, so it's been 20 years of this. Um, <laughs> how do people make money? Oh my god! Like, do we have to go back to that? Like, there's, <laughs> some people make goods, and some Fourth people step. want those goods, and then they exchange <laughs> it's, currency.
0: Did y'all have? Oh God. That? Okay. Go ahead. Did y'all have to do... Okay, I remember in fifth Uh grade, um, they were teaching us um, the... What do you call it in a factory where one person does one thing... An assembly line? Yes, yes. They had a a guest speaker who brought in a bunch of ballpoint pins. Uh And there was like... They separated us in groups. And so one person was in charge of putting the little... The ink stick in... Uh And then one Uh-oh. was in charge of screwing the pin together, and it was like, "See, see how great <clears throat> this works.
2: See how you could work on an assembly line someday." Yeah, or was it to show the
0: efficiency of the
2: assembly line? I think
0: both. Yeah, no efficiency. I guess I don't really understand. Yeah. I think it would. You know, it was an early attempt to
1: indoctrinate teach. the proletariat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are a cog in the machine <laughs>
1: Kids don't you love it Making money for the man <laughs>
0: Making pins
1: is fun <laughs> um, No I, I Well we had that lesson about how Ford was the one that Revolutionized like assembly line Production and
0: right. But, yeah
1: um, Anyway so I don't know if that was like The same
2: lesson that you were it wasn't as hands on
1: in no, my school. We didn't build pens or in fact maybe I think this is this was a grift on child labor and they were just trying to make you make pens for free. They were just trying to train you to just like with the whole Girl Scout scam yeah. where they're just trying to get those little kids to work for free and move their product.
2: Make you sell yeah. cookies. I never oh, bought into man. that.
0: Yeah, I just I, wasn't into I it. I do it. like the cookies, though. Yeah, I did it when I was little, but, like, compared to what my brother did in Boy Scouts, it was embarrassing. Like, we would go, okay, we're going to go to the Girl Scout camp, and you're on dishwashing duty, and we're going to make up skits. Right, right. The end. And then my brother's, Friendship like, bracelets. hiking in New Mexico, forging the boundary <laughs> waters, like...
1: It's, what? like, survivalist, pretty... like, Bear grill yeah. stuff, and the right. girls are like, how it... to please your man badge. No, I'm just kidding. But...
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I actually did, we, on my Girl Scout troop, <laughs> <laughs> my Girl Scout troop went and, de- like, learned how to put on makeup. Mm-mm. For real. Yeah. We went to Merle Norman. <laughs> yeah, is, I
1: think
0: that's where I got my ears. Oh, so, serious. wait, is that how <laughs> yeah. you yeah.
1: learn how to put on makeup on your nana? Like <laughs> what? Merle oh, Norman, yeah. is for the yeah, I was elderly like, Nana—is that like a euphemism? No, <laughs> oh no. But the, the only person I've ever known that's gone to Merle Norman has been over eighty years old.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah. No. It. They took us They took us there, and we also learned how to cross stitch. or yeah. remember. Right. Well. It's sure. just like, what are these womanly arts? I mean, I know that there are some Girl Scout troops that did like cool things, but mine, m- mine didn't really do like super fun cool
0: like stuff. outdoor adventure. i would have been into some survivalist stuff when i was yeah, like actually like hiking in some sort of beautiful like mountainscape. yeah to a house yeah. in the woods like, <laughs> like a swiss family yeah.
1: robinson fantasy where you, you build guys, your own yeah. shelter and you like fish and the stream and you make your own net yeah
2: yeah Y'all saw where I grew up. We, like, went to, like, a cabin on the dust land. <laughs> like, that was okay,
0: watching the tumbleweeds. We're going to sit in the dirt. Yeah. No, it really, I,
1: and when I had the pleasure of seeing your hometown, it really was, like, <laughs> it really was, like, Having a chance to see the dust bowl as it was happening, I, it, it, <laughs> it yeah, uh, <laughs> it's so overwhelmingly depressing. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. But yeah. just a just a t- It's like a shining jewel on the. F- no, it's not. It's, there's nothing shiny about
1: oh, it. Oh, but what I was going to say is, like, for example, when this is about 25 topics ago, but. When you were saying, how do yeah. how we do did. they talk about how uh, how do these CEOs even make the money? So, like for example, like Walmart. Uh, you right. know they're bringing in a certain amount of money. So heard of it? <laughs> <laughs> Love it! <laughs> I'm gonna get a hot dog at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man,
1: Walmart hot dogs are the best. <laughs> uh, anyway, so <laughs>
0: the popcorn. Just, just sit out in Walmart and have, stop a, stop ha- have a snack.
1: You know, I don't have much of a lunch break. I'm gonna get a hot dog at Walmart and just chill. Just listen to some music in oh my car. Go- I know, I know. That just <laughs> oh it brought no. back so many memories. Oh, the jobs I've had.
0: Yeah. yeah. God.
1: Oh God. Anyway, um so like with Walmart For example. Right, Walmart. they're yeah. they're uh, the that family is the, one of the richest families in America, but what they uh, the wages that they pay their workers is abysmal and a lot of their workers are dependent on like the Snap, so snap program so they you know corporate welfare and the thing is is that if they were to dig into their own profits and the shareholders and the people again who have a ton of money anyway if they were to reinvest that back into their workers um, and their workers then had more money to, oh, I don't know, spend in Walmart or, you know, in the community. Right. That would be more of a boon to the economy than just a, a handful of people making billions of dollars every year at the expense of the tens and thousands of employees who are barely making it. I mean, to say, to right. say yeah. that they need to keep the business competitive, I mean, that's not necessarily true. It's not as if they're going to go under or they're in at any real risk of not being able to run a profit at that business, if they pay their employees any more money, like that—that's right. so insane. You know what they're talking about as profit is profit—is how much money the people who have invested in Walmart they are actually making back. So you know, and again, yeah. that's a very small group of people. So we're, again, I'm not like advocating like all out communism here. But it's the way, and, and just our, our, the last tax bill that was, again, uh, passed in a uh, Republican run Congress with an executive uh, Republican um, as president, 85% of all the benefits of that program go to the very wealthy. And the problem, the problem with income inequality is that the very wealthy tend to be more conservative when it comes to financial, like, like, just financial matters. So even Democrats, people who identify as Democrats, tend to be more conservative
2: about. Fiscally conservative?
1: Right. What are you talking about? I mean, they... They yeah. they don't, don't want to like, be
2: mean to gay people. I'm fiscally conservative. Like they don't
1: want to be mean to gay people, and yeah. they don't want like <laughs> yeah. some sort of.
2: Um, I'm socially liberal and fiscally right. conservative. Yeah, that old right. trope. <laughs> that old chestnut. Yeah.
0: Chestnut.
1: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> but the thing of it is, is that really the only, the only remedy. For this kind of income inequality is to again reintroduce some of these regulations that you know would prevent these huge mergers where there's only one or two companies that run the airlines and telecommunications and
0: yeah it seems kind of contradictory that oh you know an open free market and let it loose and it takes care of itself let it loose, and it turns into just three companies running the show. Yeah, you know, I mean
2: the- It's yeah, it's I mean, not so yeah. Spread the, out. The thing about the thi- the problem with money <laughs> and like mark and markets. Let me just yeah. let me just throw this out there. The idea that. Like, with this article I was reading, this economist called Hayek or whatever, like, he had this idea that it was sort of this, this, like, really kind of almost lovely, like, idealistic thing that, like, the free market would be, like, this own, like, this living mind, right? Mm-hmm. This thing that that created the best because, you know, people aren't going to pay for things that aren't the best, right. right? But that doesn't take into account that, like, you know intractable relationship of money and greed and the most <laughs> awful part of humanity. Like, I mean, sure, it's a great idea, but if when you just let it go and spin out, when you just let a free market go and go and go and go with, with nothing to say, hey, wait, just well, wait a Well, and the second. thing is, is maybe having all the money isn't like the best ultimate yeah. goal.
1: Well, and the thing is, is that Even people, even very conservative people understand that there are some things that we put the brakes on, for example, war profiteering, you know? So if you were gonna let the market be free, then you would let people charge $35,000 for clean water in a war zone you know like you right, but yeah. they don't right. or you would allow people yeah. Yeah. to buy a kidney from somebody who is desperately poor but they yeah. don't allow that sort of thing well that we know right. of. there's a huge conspiracy theory about
2: <laughs> 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 that's for another organ, <laughs> organ trade but
1: you know the, the, yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> there are and that's the other thing which again what I find so appalling about having a for-profit medical medical that's not the way you say it healthcare system is that Mm -hmm. how how do we know that these treatments do they actually cost $26,000 per treatment (laughs) right Because there are people obviously that if you have a sick child or a a wife with cancer that if they say well we can the only way that you can treat this kind of cancer but it's still experimental so insurance doesn't cover it and they're like do it you know at that point they will everything they have they will give in exchange for the life it's it's Yeah. Yeah.
0: For
2: living, to me
0: that just (laughs) will it let me live? It's like so. um, What? What exactly do? It's like insurance companies are holding our lives hostage. Bam. Right. Boom. Boom.
1: (laughs) No, but that's the thing. You. That's why you can't just let the free market decide these things because. There will be a point where you're on the wrong end of it. You know what I mean?
2: Where at, at at this point unless you've unless you've insulated yourself with like millions of layers of money. Right, which I
1: but the thing of it is is that the people that are that are that have the ear of politicians and the people that can afford a lobby and to pay lobbyists, all of those people are insulated. By those layers and layers of money, yeah. so That's you what know. I mean. So when
2: are you talking about the people who vote for vote for
1: the people who? No, I'm saying that that <laughs> right now because it costs so much to run a campaign that the very wealthy oh. have more influence over the political process than the majority right. of the population. I see where you're getting now. So the people right. that are not a victim of this sort of cannibalistic capitalism they're the ones that are making the rules and it's it's really only helping a very few people at the expense of almost everyone else.
0: Right. Right. Well, and but you know, here's here's the rub. Okay. is The argument, and this, this isn't another chestnut, Mm -hmm. um, that typically, you know, I think the richer you are, the more conservative you are, um, tend to explain being poor as it's your fault. Right. You didn't work hard enough. It's all, it's, it's all your fault. Not Right, not taking into account the private school you got to go to or the just being in the right zip code and public school you got to go to. Um, yeah. You know, you were a legacy at whatever school. I, you know. It's so gross. Are you, yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I was about to
1: say. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about privilege, but, but not even... Recognizing it is just being like, well, it's your fault, and then on the other, and then the other part of that is like, okay, again, I'm getting, I'm getting into my zone, like,
1: you, you haven't been there statistically, this
0: whole time, right? Well, <laughs> statistic, uh, like in the percentages, you know, it was like poor white people will vote for somebody. Who may not have their best interests, what? or just, but but where I think a big part of it is, is that they would rather identify with a rich white person than a poor oh, yeah. black person or Latino or what? or whatever.
2: Well, what is that saying? It's like there's this <laughs> there's this there's this sort of feeling among like. The white poor. It's like I'm not rich
0: yet, yeah. but at least I'm white. But at least I'm white, and I'm not that. Well, you know?
2: and, but that's just I'm just like a, a you know, a good deal away, like a lucky break away from being this guy. Right? I can be this guy. <gasps> like we're on the same team. Well, I mean, they've mm-hmm. especially,
1: and that's the thing. That's why this like this topic in particular is so. Enormous because I, and that's why I just wanted to have.
2: <laughs> well, we've. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm yeah. Interrupting you. Sorry. <laughs> right. That's okay. Sorry.
0: <laughs>
1: no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but that's why I just wanted to have, like, sort of a conversational episode um, that wasn't just, like, uh, totally academic because it really is a. a, a a string that runs throughout, um, you know, not only sort of women's equality in the workplace, but also a lot of the racial disparity and racial inequality, especially in America, cause, because because um, like right after the uh, emancipation um, during Reconstruction, they realized that. That a lot of poor white working people, they were afraid that they were going to have have some sort of oh, alliance no. with the recently freed slaves and they would realize right. that everybody was getting a raw deal. So rather right. than look at what the real problem was, which is the same problem that there is today, which is that a small people have a majority of the assets and everybody yeah. else is getting screwed. They encourage the, yeah. right. And there's this,
0: I mean, I'm so on board this. No, no
1: I do. I do. I do know. Uh, yeah. But I was just going to say this. I just wanted to work in this quote that, um, actually had to look it up on Snopes just to make sure. I was like, wait a second, did this really happen or is this like a liberal daydream? But it's true. Um, so President Lyndon B. Johnson once said, If you can convince the lowest white man he's better than the best colored man, he won't notice you're picking his pocket. Hell, give him somebody mm-hmm. to look down on and he'll empty his pockets for you. So, yeah. That, yeah. 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 So that I that mean, racial animus that, has been exploited for a really long time.
0: And it's what this country was founded on. Right. It was first not being American Indian. Right. And then you get the slave. Oh, well, we're not at least we're not that. We're not that. I'm yeah. I'm a worker. I'm not a servant. I'm not a slave. Right.
1: But the thing of it is, is that mm. it's not I didn't, this wasn't even something that I realized until like I got a chance to travel as a student because when I, and then later on when I worked abroad, I remember I was working in a cafe and my boss, she was saying, giving me a list of words that were, she was trying to be helpful, but she was like, we, you can't (laughs) say these words over here. And I had never heard of any of them. They were like all racial slurs, wait, and I was what? like, well, I don't what does that even mean? You know?
2: <laughs> like, why would I say this? I don't know. What but it is. was the first time that it's I realized
1: weird. that that racism sort of you know I just remember when I was in London, I was like, wait a second, so wait, who do you hate here? Like, what did they ever right. do? I
0: mean considering the British Empire <laughs> Colonized so many places and exploited so many different cultures. It's no wonder they have like a like a like a Santa's list of terms you shouldn't say.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, that was right? the other thing is because I did later on look them up and it was definitely things that were used in the colonies. You know, like it was in the colonies. And it was like yeah. a very specific term for. You know, I don't even want to describe it. It's bad, but it. You know, right. it, but again, like it's
0: a, an indigenous person from here, or this rank, <laughs> this class of person here, right. Or this shade of color here, whatever. But that's the
1: thing. It's just that. All all this to say is that you know, one thing that I think all of the humankind has in common is that one of the ways that a group. Helps to self-identify is by discriminating against
2: subjugating right. another. So, it, it, yeah,
1: in in the in the U.S., like you said, like the American Indian or again, like uh, African Americans, but th- it's not true. You know what I'm saying
0: sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what we're saying is race is made up, yes. and race. The, the definition of race and has changed over time. It's a complete human invention. Right. It's not scientific.
1: But the thing of it is, is that it is a fairly genius tactic if you're trying to convince people that would benefit from social programs to vote against right. those programs. So they're like, yeah, I right. would rather yep. forego healthcare if it meant that people that I don't like also didn't get that health care. One of the ways that income inequality has has proven to be harmful to, again, most people is that it allows for this kind of manipulation, you know, and yeah. if people, if some of that money was, again, reinvested into the communities and more people had equal access. Access to a good education, and if people had access to healthcare, and they weren't like driven into bankruptcy because of healthcare costs. I mean, this would it would you know like high tide boosts all.
2: It's not floats all boats. It lifts all ships, or something like that. Should have looked that up. (laughs) 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 A high tide.
0: Carrie's no mom. The
2: tide is high,
1: <laughs> and I'm moving on.
2: <laughs>
0: moving on. I'm going to be your
1: number one. Uh,
0: number one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's right, what you're right. looking for, yeah. right there. Can I interject? No. Okay. I don't. If <laughs> this is I said just no. <laughs> the the place, place. This is just a little funny aside where I decided to to look up. You know, like crazy things. The one percent can spend money. On. Oh, good. And so you mean Sky Mall? Um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, like here's an article I found: billionaire bunkers. How the one percent are are preparing for the apocalypse?
2: They should. So, They're like literally insulating themselves. Right. With, there's so what's hap- with the earth? <laughs> what's happening
0: is people are taking Cold War era <clears throat> army bases shelters either in Europe built by the USSR or in the US and they're changing them into like million dollar condos Luxury. luxury underground apartment
2: which now are they are they just for regular living or are they for like you know when the masses come after their blood (laughs) to to make it run like wine through the streets
0: (laughs) wait a minute is that from a tale of two cities
2: it's from the french revolution in general yeah
0: two cities addresses
2: yeah exactly Orly rob. Uh huh. <laughs> or yeah, any of a number of things about the French Revolution. <laughs> okay. No, but
0: I. Yes. Okay. Oh,
2: so, so it's for both.
0: It's for living. It's it's for. No, they buy these. So when there's some sort of pandemic or. Okay. Yeah. Or the zombie apocalypse. Or World War Three. Right. The zombie apocalypse. <clears throat> <laughs> or the rise of the proletariat. Right they have it's they're called like do- luxury doomsday bumpers, you know uh-huh. and awesome um what i don't understand is these places have like cafes and spas and pools <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> That's who's not practical who's on the list who signed up to work like who, the spa do we do they have built-in closets for the people that are eventually gonna live there to serve the yeah. coffee <laughs> underground while the nuclear apocalypse is
1: the way that they're and randy and fantasy ends (laughs) is that only a handful of people live in this sort of gated community while the rest of us are living (laughs) in the purge you know like i was saying i just at least wanted to introduce the topic because it's one of those things again that shows up and so many other topics that we're going to be covering. So anything that involves like systemic racism um <laughs> the, the economic disparity has been a tool to oppress not just about anybody really. I mean that your heart desires, for, but
0: yeah, for thousands, thousands, and,
1: thousands and thousands of, of years. Great.
0: Yeah.
2: Pretty equal opportunity oppress- sure. oppressors or those all those right. rich people. But, uh, I mean, not
1: that, I'm sure there's, again, I'm sure that there's nice rich people. I don't want to...
0: The Buddha, he was rich at That's first. That's right. And then he, then he oh, went outside the gates and saw how everybody else lived and that started his path.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Thank you, Ian. Look. Uh, I hear you know, Warren Buffett is a uh, sensible sure. guy well i, I do know. think
1: it's funny that that an entire movement was built around the one rich guy that was upset
2: right. <laughs> by the living conditions of the rest of the world <laughs> right. right i mean that is that is like right ascension right there yeah. that
0: is it's, some serious yeah um, we're, we're spiritual shit, we're, we're like a main tenant is like material wealth <laughs> is, is like a destroyer of humanity, like obsession with and gaining it, and all this. Well,
1: and it's weird too because, yeah. again, I mean, just I swear this we're finishing up, but um, Christianity. Um, there are several verses, like, it's easier for a camel to go yeah. through the eye of a needle. than. Right. And I have heard so many sermons where they were like, well, actually, the eye of a needle was a wall of Jerusalem, <laughs> and it was a real tight squeeze for camels. And I was like,
0: uh. Whoa.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, look. <laughs> Jesus was a CEO of a multi-million-dollar <laughs> ch- private jet company. Well,
1: <laughs> like, I don't. I, think, mean, I don't. It. I don't think people talk about the nepotism of the Holy Trinity as much as they should.
2: You know right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: But anyway, uh, that's not true. But uh, so anyway, again, I'm glad that we touched on the topic. And it is a bit scattered because, again, it's like a. a uh, a thread that runs throughout so many topics um, it's big. Uh, anyway uh, thanks for listening again um, and thank our, our loyal tens of elevens of listeners for coming back every week um, we
2: do appreciate uh,
1: you and, um, anyway we'll, we'll see you next next week Oh, and check us out on Facebook or on Twitter at Axon You do
0: it. Thanks. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye, then. Bye. Bye.